Here's my one take New York minute. I'm going to try and run through a few teams in New York, give a little rant about where they're at, uh, and then kind of just go from there. So since it's football uh, season about to start, NFL, thinking the Jets and Giants, I'm going to start there, and then I'll transition into some other stuff. But I'm going to start the clock. Here we go. It's cut down day for the Jets, Giants, everybody in the NFL, so I I don't really want to get too deep into uh, the you know the fringe guys. I'm thinking more big picture here. Overall, Jets get through pretty healthy. Losing Becton sucks, uh, but they pivoted by signing Dwayne Brown and kind of solidifying the line. Wilson, obviously, that was bad too, but we avoided worst-case scenario. If he's back by week two or three, that's fine. Defense came out pretty healthy. They got that deep pass rush with some young guys mixed in with Carl Lawson. Hopefully he has a bounce back here. And Sauce Gardner's dominant on the outside. Then you have a veteran like Reed. That's a good guy to have on the outside. Might be a little softer up the middle, but it is what it is. Uh, they're improved. Run game's going to need to set the tone in week one, help out Flacco a little bit. You need Brees Hall and Michael Carter running behind that line. Uh, I'd expect to see some Lafleur trickeration in week one. Uh, he was really diving deep into the playbook last year in some of those wins, so I would expect him to kind of do the same uh, to try and steal one from the Ravens. On to the Giants. I think their Giants are going to be really bad this year. Uh, I think if you gave uh, Brian Dayball and Joe Shine uh, truth serum, I think they would probably say the same. Gettleman left him a mess. The wide receivers are terrible. Galladay is awful. He did nothing in the preseason, and preseason doesn't really matter. But Galladay hasn't done anything since 2019. I think he's just a symptom of the larger problem of the, the roster. Was bloated with some bad contracts that Gettleman gave out. Uh, it's just they're gonna they're gonna need a year at least to kind of get out from under that Gettleman stank. A lot of Saquon talk too, but talk is cheap. I'll believe it when I see it on the field. Uh, obviously, injuries suck, and that's taken a lot of the wind out of his sails. Sounds like he's. He thinks he's back and he's going to be in old, his old self, but I, I'll i believe it when I see it. Giants fans, you're going to have a high draft pick in the draft. On to the Yankees. The Yankees probably internally, I mean, Cashman, they think they're fine because they have all their internal metrics. They might be, they might not be. I think whether or not some of these guys come back from injury and can hit the ground running will be a big deal. I think Bader is obviously for offense uh, and defense uh I think he's probably the biggest the biggest question mark because if he comes back, I think the ideal playoff lineup is Benintendi, Bader, Judge in the outfield, Rizzo at first, DJ in the infield, Oswaldo at short, Glaber or Donaldson, whoever kind of finishes stronger, Trevino, and then Stanton DHing. Uh, and I think you can't uh, if you anyone who follows me on Twitter knows this, but you can't play IKF in the playoffs. He's having an awful August. He's not a good hitter at all. He's super shaky, even though he's fast and he hits ground balls. And he's even, if you're going to play a guy like that who can't hit, he's got to be a great defender. And IKF is not, he won a gold glove. He's not a gold glove shortstop. He's super, super shaky. I could go on for a lot longer on that, but onto the Mets. Biggest problem the Mets have is obviously that bridge to Edwin Diaz. The starters are awesome. The closer is awesome, but that bridge is tough. With that said, the Mets are still talented enough to win it all. 
They have a very deep circular lineup, you know, with the exception of, you know, the catching spot. That's a little weaker. But other than, you know, the Mets are, uh, they have a good lineup. Lindor, Alonzo, McNeil's a good hitter, Nimmo, Marte. They, they've got a lot of guys. The pitching is obviously dominant. Scherzer, DeGrom, Bassett has been very good. But the biggest problem I think the Mets are going to face is actually that the National League is just very tough. The Dodgers, I would think, are the favorite right now in either either uh, league. The Braves are hot. They're the defending champs. They're a team you always have to watch out for. Phillies are kind of kind of getting a little hot there. And, you know, you really – you never know when you, you face a, a division rival, especially in the playoffs. So I think the Mets are capable of winning, but who knows. We've been waiting all summer, it feels like, for this Donovan Mitchell stuff to – like coalesce or something, you know, of substance to happen. It's every once in a while you hear one of these shams reports or somebody else, or it's, I think it's going to go on until training camp. But I think when training camp comes around, you're going to see Danny Ainge get a little, uh, little, little shaky over there and a little nervous in Utah because he's on the clock more than the Knicks are. The Knicks can go out with this team and play, play the young guys, uh, stick with Randall, Brunson, RJ, Fournier in the starting lineup. You got Robinson. They can run it back more so than Ainge can run out a team that is built to tank with Mitchell at the center of it. Cause, cause you know, Mitchell's going to play hard. You know, he's going to play well. Uh, he'll win them some games and Danny Ainge wants a top pick in next year's draft. And I don't think he's going to sacrifice a pick in 2027 or 2029 to miss out on the chance of Wembenyana or Scoot Henderson onto uh, the Nets. The Nets are the biggest wild card in New York right now. I think that's without a doubt. They are the one team where they could win a championship next year. And you laugh as I say that, but they're super, super talented. If everything kind of goes smoothly, they get out to a fast start. You never know. There's enough talent there where they could win a championship. But then again, they could implode before the season even starts and Durant ends up not going or Kyrie or I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to run it, run it into the season and then maybe things fall apart before the deadline there and something happens. I'd be shocked if, if it really falls apart before the season starts. But I think that's the one thing now with the Nets. We just, you ne- you never know what to expect. You could, Kyrie could sit out a game and, you know, just not show up and be MIA, or he could go off for 60 plus points in a game. It, it's just the Nets are the biggest wild card in New York. And there you have it. That was a six-minute New York Minute. Talk some Jets, Giants, Yankees, Mets, Knicks, Nets.